You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. I'm really delighted today. We're talking about a fabulous subject that is so near and dear to my heart. And Monica Parker is here with us. Hi, Monica. You want to say hi to everyone? Hi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Very cool. We're glad that you're here. Monica Parker is, amongst many, many, many other things, the author of The Power of Wonder. And her walk and her brilliance, if you go to monica-parker.com or monica-parker.com, my my tongue twisted, monica-parker.com, you'll have that on our episode sheet over at superpowerexperts.com. And you'll see this beautiful world of introductions, invitation to to say, you know, maybe things look a little bit differently, right? Sounds kind of familiar to the superpower concept of, but through this lens of wonder, right? Like, like magic, like, like what's happening? What can we look at? What can intrigue us? What can excite us, right? That, that's what it felt like to me. That's what it lit up to me. And you get to go have that experience for yourself because Monica's opened this beautiful doorway and this invitation to perceive of the world through this lens of wonder. And so we're going to dive into that today as superpowers in the world of wonder, all with Monica Parker. But first, we're going to ask her, what are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? So I think my superpowers would be, it's a little odd, but I'd say I just was diagnosed with ADD and I realized that that is what makes me so driven to go down rabbit holes and to explore. And I guess my adjunct superpower to that would be that I am able to translate science talk such that people can understand it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Usable, right? Functionable. Um, yeah. which I think is the beauty of science, right? Science is basically a language to help us better understand ourselves and the world around us and, and in each other. And, and so when we can apply it in, in these ways that are exciting, right? Like, like, like we can have fun with this stuff, right? I think, I think that's part of what this reemergence is right now of, of, of wonderment, of curiosity, of creativity. We talk a lot about the, the creative economy and what we're seeing. And, and, and what's happening as we awaken to these creative potentials and this, this wondering. And, and so I'd love to have you talk about, it. I know that you've taken this work into all kinds of places. I was really very fascinated with your work with death row inmates um, and how it changes environments, corporations, right? And, and, and I'd imagine you found something similar to what we found is like underlying everywhere that humans are is sort of this thread, this continuity component. And if we sort of look there first, Everything emerges from that. Would, is that is that a decent encapsulation of, of what you discovered in your quest as well? Well, I mean, humans are humans, so absolutely, there's no question. You know, we all have the same drives and desires at the end of the day. Um, one of the things that I found and and why I decided to do this research was I I really wanted to understand how people manage change, big existential change, things like you know, being, being executed at the hands of the state or, um, having, I worked with, uh, parents who had disabled children and sort of managing that change in expectations about what their childhood would be. And, um, what I found was that people who held their world with a sense of wonder were really more buoyant. They were more resilient and able to handle what life threw at them. And so that was why I I wanted to explore it. Very fascinating. I had a similar curiosity. I was working, um, in an Alzheimer's unit. And I was really curious about how families were managing change, right? As you would say, change of me, it was the transition um, and allowing their loved one to sort of 
become this new person. And this is, that is exactly the same lens that I saw was those who were able to go with the flow essentially and allow for that person to change and reimagine the relationship at every stage dealt with it so much differently than, than those who had an idea of how uh, mom or dad or whoever the relationship is was supposed to be similar to your example with children. And, and we pulled that, um, I mean, really rooted from Carol Dweck's work and mindset of, of growth versus fixed, you know, experience, basically experiential, you know, mindset of, of like things happen and we have these experiences versus if something happens to me, it threatens my very identity of who I am. And I believe that that's the cusp when, when COVID started, you know, a lot of folks asked us, you know, what is this, what's going on? Da, 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 da. And it's like, you know, what I'm seeing truthfully is a real big divide between the cans and the can nots. And, and what I mean by that, are the, the cans are the ones who know how to, to, to get back to calm, know how to hold themselves in wholeness, know how to look at the world through lenses of adaptability and flexibility, um, who, who have, have been through some pitfalls and have been through some things and, and, and have the programs that give them the confidence to do it. Whereas those who have typically looked externally for such programs, their world's real shook right now because the world's shook right now. And when we identify ourselves with things outside of ourselves, and then that's the hazard. And, and so I love that your work really speaks to that. And it's a solution. It's an easy solution. Just like when we say, hey, maybe we are actually better than we think we are, or bigger than we are, or maybe we can be kinder or more loving. You know, just when we even entertain that notion, it breaks the pattern of we're less than. And wonderment and play is sort of programmed into us at the beginning if we allow it to flourish. Um, how is it being received, right? You, you take this into some really um, challenging environments, places where, where change, right, isn't, isn't welcomed, right? It's not fun. It's not the change that's happening is, isn't comfortable. Um, how, how is the concept of wonder being received in those spaces? Yeah, I think it, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. I think one of the things that uh, what makes it better received is when people sent, are able to understand the amount of science that is behind it. You know, I really set out to, um, to create something that was not woo. Um, and what I've found is that once people are reassured that this is not about a, a philosophy and it's not about um, something that is, is intangible, that it's something very concrete and achievable and based in science, then I think people start to open up. But obviously there are some, especially in the corporate sphere who may say, I'm not sure about this, but we are recognizing the need for soft skills in the workplace. We're recognizing the need for empathy and humility and honesty and ethics and all of that. We see lots of people behaving badly. And so I think that that there is a, um, there, there is an emerging openness to the topic. Yeah, it's really timely. Um, we, we saw a lot of the same stuff. I, I, I was reflecting as you were speaking on, it, was, it, it when I was teaching at the counter intel course and they came and they wanted a, a critical thinking class. Like it was, it's these moments of timeliness, right? And, and my response to them was like, I, I'm not sure you do want that because, actually I said no, um, because it's antithetical to the rank structure, right? And I think that's sort of what we, we're at right now is like, we're looking for things that are antithetical to the former structures and, and we're ready to receive them because those structures failed us. And so the readiness of a population, of a consciousness, of a humanity 
um, is also really powerful at this point in time. And I think there's a, a real timeliness to us suggesting, are we ready to try something different? Like, are, are we ready to, to attempt maybe even something that before might have seemed a little fanciful, um, but has been present to us all along? And, and I do see a real readiness in the world for that. People are very tired of feeling afraid. And, and, and many are reporting that this is the ticket out, right? Creativity, wonder, remembering who we are, turning around and looking at your own fears and just facing them. Like this is the solid foundational scientific approach that we've been looking for. Um, and it's really fascinating to see how it's unfolding for all of us. So we're going to dive into the connection between wonder and superpowers when we come back from the break. Monica, we've shared people. They can go to monica-parker.com. Where else can we send people uh, to find out more about you? Yeah, absolutely. They can find me on social at Monica C. Parker, and that's in on Twitter and Insta. And you can also sign up for my newsletter, which uh, you can stay in touch with me that way. Brilliant. Well, awesome. And make sure you're getting over to superpowerexperts.com if you want to take the next step on turning your lifetime journey into the journey of a lifetime. We welcome you over there. Lots of really great resources. We'll be right back after the break. We're talking all about superpowers in the world of wonder with Monica Parker. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace? connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Science of Superpowers. We're talking with Monica Parker today all about wonder um, from her book, The Power of Wonder. And here, we're going to have a discussion now about the superpower concept and wonder, right? What does this mean when we start to envision a world that's bigger than we thought it was, you know, that maybe has benefits that we didn't think of or, or ways of being in it, um, um, ways of seeing things that are different, right? Who do we become within that? And that's at the heart of the superpower body of work and our science theories on who are we in the midst of all, in, mix, in the midst of all of that. Um, and what we found was the concept of superpowers was a really valuable way to start describing what we think is happening to us and what people are reporting back from the field is happening for them. A lot of things that aren't explained by tangible five senses, right? Sight, sound, smell, you know, knowing things that you can't really explain or feeling things or sensing people in different ways. And, and so that's where that energetic communication components come in. And, and so when we talk about superpowers, right, it, it's kind of, is this this fanciful thing? Is this who we are? And then what is the responsibility when we start to realize we are actually creating a lot of what we experience? And, and what does that mean for us and the power that we hold? And what does it mean for us as creators moving forward? And so I, our bias is, is that you can't really butt up against seeing the world through a different lens unless you're ready to see yourself through a different lens. Um, what was your experience as you started moving this body of work into this synthesized sort of packaging that that's really um, able to get in and, and provide solutions to spaces? What was your personal journey like with that? Um, I, I found it very enriching to uh, to be able to to make the opportunity just to learn. I love to learn. And so I found that really enjoyable. Um, and being able to connect with other great thinkers, that was a real privilege for me. Um, I found that people in academia were incredibly open, people that I observed as feeling like rock stars almost, um, being able to talk to them. And I was amazed at how generous people were with their time. 
Um, when you write a book, it's uh, it's very humbling because while you're doing the work yourself, if, certainly if you're interviewing people, you're always having to ask people for help. You're always having to ask people for their time, um, for their endorsement. And um, I was just really humbled by the amount of support that I got from people. Beautiful, which speaks to the entire theory, right? Like, like if we choose to look at the world as this place that that we can do these big projects, that we can be creative, that we can take on problems that seem really insurmountable, maybe and even hopeless at times, there are rewards that we can't anticipate, right? The growth was real, right? You, you had a face like, wait, I got to ask for this. Like, oh, wait, I have some kind of feels about that. Like, I don't know that I want to ask for that. And all the little components that come up within us when we face those kind of um, obstacles and then they present these really beautiful um, other aspects of the journey, which I think is sort of the hidden secrets of the world, right? The hidden, the hidden little gems when we dare to look for them. Um, and, it, and it is, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes I refer to it as you only get to hear the end of the story once you decide to believe in it. And, and it's a weird thing, right? It's sort of like you have to put the, the, the belief in it first of like, hey, maybe we can even just entertain this to see things start to happen in front of you. What is one of your favorite stories um, of, of in terms of change and helping move or helping people navigate change using this lens of wonder? What's one story that sit, sits with you? I, I think the story that I found most striking, I, I really liked um, learning about the science behind um, how wonder can help people with PTSD. There was a something that would probably resonate with you, um, a piece of research done where a lot of ex-veterans who had PTSD were taken on a wild uh, whitewater rafting trip. And, um, and at the end of that, they found that their PTSD symptoms were significantly decreased. And for some of them, you know, um, almost disappeared for a solid period of time. And, and they believe that what it does is almost create the, the, the concept is that wonder has a moment where we experience something so vast that it challenges our, our schema and then after that, our brain changes. And the theory around PTSD is that potentially it's uh, something traumatic that happens that changes our schema, but our brain is not able to then accommodate that. And so this almost allows them through the experience of wonder to then accommodate that previous trauma. And I found that really um really heartening for something that's so difficult, really, you know, a really difficult thing to treat for many people. So that I found that really inspiring. Beautiful, beautiful. That's very inspiring and, and, and really tracks with a lot of stuff we're seeing in the energetic systems as well. So I love seeing um, all the various areas where we're making headway in, in, in suggesting that we're, we're beyond what, what perhaps we were currently previously holding ourselves as to, you know, a lot of our concepts of self come from a sort of Newtonian physics-based model and, he, and allowing that to change within our own psyche is, is its own journey, right? There, there's a journey from real like security, solidity, survival type dimensionality into spaces where it's like, whoa, things are a little bit more fluid than we thought. And it creates some discomfort um, and some real, I call it dimensional sickness. Sometimes like you're just kind of like, whoa, okay. As you recalibrate, right? What you're describing happens in the brain. It's a full body, full system experience that we have because the energetics involved. And so when we can match those things up, we have a much clearer, better, more, more robust and, and holistic understanding of what's really going on with not just ourselves, but how those energetic components then interact with others. I think that these conversations are the ones that stand a chance of really setting foundations in place that give us a, a way to be 
where solutions just naturally come from that that are more inclusive as we learn to be more inclusive within ourselves. And so we love what you're doing over there. We love that you're encouraging people to look through this lens of wonder and 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 see the world beyond, you know, maybe maybe the limited perspective that creates that angst or creates the the um, friction for whatever they're going through. What a beautiful gift you're offering to the world. What are some final thoughts you want to share as we wrap up? Absolutely. I just uh, hope that everyone takes a little bit of time to uh, to find the wonder in their lives and um, they can learn more about that if they, they read the book. Beautiful, beautiful. We encourage you to go dive into that world, folks. And as always, get over to superpowerexperts.com. We appreciate all of you, Monica. We so much appreciate you being here today and the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you. Thanks, Tanya. Beautiful. And to all of you out there, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for your support of the network and for keeping it in the top 1.5% of podcasts globally. That means a lot to us. Um, and mostly because it means a lot to the work that we do and the research at the Institute. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, and for your continued support and encouragement and continuing to challenge yourself, right? To, to inspire yourself to say, hey, maybe I can see something new today, something that lights me up in a way differently than, than, than I lived yesterday, right? Do something new today that brings wonder, creativity, and dare I say superpowers into your life today. Folks, until next time, remember who you are. We love you, love each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.